I'd say we listen to the other one. This sounds so slower. I'm like. I am. Okay. Listen. I'm going to start with the other one. You can just send me the song, though. Wait, wait, nope. Hey, we back. I know. I feel like it's been a little while. Uh, We need to be better. I need you to be about we. About we. Put a limit on your love and count me. Girl, I know uh, my selfish ways be OD But I just express in ways you don't see I love this song And you should know that I'm about you It's called About You by Blast Wait a little to show me how to You listen to Blast? I'm not afraid of breaking no. all rules I say <laughs> No <laughs> Isn't that true? I mean, not like I seek it out But I would definitely listen to it if I liked it I feel like I'd like that song Yeah, he's got some heat, man I, I fuck with him I, I got put on the him I gotta like take my shoes ago. off Oh, shit And she got the basketball socks on <laughs> And the boots <laughs> <laughs> when when you come out your corporate job and you got a game at 530. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's looking like. Full court, real. full court. Welcome Uh-oh. to Relational Fuck Podcast. We are back, episode 26. Damn, episode 26. Yep, yep. I'm Mike D from BC, if you don't know. Yeah, Mike D from BC. Yes. I, I was telling somebody about you earlier today. Um, Were they a lo- cute? A lot of my coworkers. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, she's cute enough. I mean, she's not unattractive. She was cuter when I first seen her, and I was with her all day today, and so now she's not that cute to me, but <laughs> sure. She Caucasian? No. Okay. No. Not that there's anything wrong with Caucasian women. Well, I, just, I mean, it just ties we'll, we'll into get the there. Topic. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Tasha Rose. I wish I could say I'm from somewhere cool like BC, but you yeah. know. Shout out to the creek, nigga. Definitely not. Um, I'm yeah. sorry that you're not from anywhere cool like that. No, I'm from all over. That makes it even less cool. That just means you were poor as a kid and you had to move I was from, I was from all over. Michigan, Virginia, Hawaii. I lived in all three places twice. Okay. Yeah. But you like cross state lines. I was like within two counties, just poor. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's cool. I'm not from anywhere. Um, How you doing? I am kind of all over the place, but such is life. I'm, yeah, but I'm good, though. We I, are one year older, officially. Oh, yeah. Is this the first episode since our birthday? Yes, it is. This is the first episode since our birthday. Tasha turned... 32 of them things. 32 of them things, and I turned 22 of them things, baby. I think this is going to be my last birthday. I was telling that to people, like, I'm going to be 32 till I'm about 40, if I can get, like, my skincare routine under control. Um, and then at 40, I might be, like, 37. Sperm. <laughs> facials <laughs> Are those the facials I should be taking? Extra protein? I need something That's moisturizing Not protein Well I don't know But I'm I'm, I'm officially 41 I'm mm-hmm. 41 You know what I'm saying These, Yo you know what's crazy These little what? youngest Been trying to slide In, in the DMs man. Look I'm not gonna lie If Look. you're a youthful 40, 41 year old At 25-ish I would've been Hey what's up Look, These youngins hey, man, they, They've been sliding In your boy what's DMs up? man I'm just like, hey, you know, I could be your pop show. Relax. Relax a little bit. I could be your dad. But I was about to say something so gross. (laughs) It's okay to give daddy vibes if it's like zaddy vibes, not father vibes. I've been told I give that. I've been told I give that. So thanks to those that feel like I give that. I give the, what is it? Zaddy. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. You're going to have to be the the resident zaddier. (laughs) The zaddier. (laughs) Oh, Uh, so man, so what's been going on with you? I mean, shit. Are we talking about dating, relationships, and sex? I'm all over the place. 
Um, been doing a few interesting things. Gone on a few first dates, a couple second dates. We'll come a few interesting things. Man, we can't even get into that. Just know, like... She's um, living her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, like, why not? Why not? And it's crazy because I feel like what I want from a relationship changes every so often. Like, I get into this place or I start dealing with a certain type of person. I'm like, maybe I should just be out here having the time of my fucking life. And not worried about... Being a wife and a mother again That's gonna come and with all time. those things. That's going to come with Is time. What you do on your birthday? Ooh, I did a whole birthday weekend, to be honest with you. Um, and I didn't get an invite. N- the only thing that was group of mm. it was the girls mm. thing. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm. Um, otherwise, it, it was some it was some one on one stuff. Yeah, it was a brunch. Brunch on Sunday. My birthday was actually on Monday, and I normally don't celebrate. So, okay. You went on I have brunch. tried. You went, you, went, you, went, you went to brunch with somebody. I used to be so, so I know she up. said something. She, she said, said something. something. She said something about your brother, too. And I'm like, oh, I've heard. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but shout out yeah, to her. Just She's like a real kick one. Me in the stomach like that. Um, what? You had to kick me in the stomach like that. I'm sorry. It's yeah, just no, that's, that's how it went. But my birthday. She so just let me live. Since I got out of my long term relationship back mm-hmm. in 2019, I made it a point to not spend birthdays with men because I realized from 16 to 29, I had spent every birthday with a man. So I look back at these major milestones, these pictures, these things that I've done, and there's always been a man present. Um, and so I tried to make it a point these last couple of years to not spend my birthday with men. Um, I mean, I feel like this is going to sound very whorish, but I feel like. This birthday weekend, I was with. I went on three different dates. Word. So not just one man, three men. There you go. And And a baby. (laughs) Three men and a bougie, bougie brunch. So it was fun. I'm glad that you had a good time for your for your birthday weekend. How was your birthday weekend? Uh, My birthday weekend was trash, yo. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Um, That actually annoys me for you. Yeah, I mean, life happens. Life happens. I did treat myself to some lunch down on the water in Tacoma. Went to Duke's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really cool. I had uh, some Dungeness crab stuffed halibut. I love that. Sounds good. I'm it, was really, it was really good. I'm hungry. As you know, fuck. I treated, treated myself to some lunch, you know, and yeah, yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, I'll say this. Um, I will say the people that showed up for my birthday are not the people I normally celebrate my birthday with. Which is so dope. that was a little different. It was kind of hurtful in ways. Um, people that I like show up and go all out for, you know, they had more important or they had different things going on, not more important, but different things. And I get it that it's life, but I celebrated my birthday nonetheless. So I hate the fact that you're like a really good friend to people. Um, and your birthday went the way it went. But what I'll say is, and this isn't me being shady, just so you know. I feel That's like, how you know it's going to be something shady. <laughs> I feel like men aren't good at celebrating things like that. So your male friends, not that they should get a pass. Like there should be a bottle and a blunt. May not be your thing specifically, yeah, but something like smoke. that. You know. Um, I did have a few people um, buy me some things for for my birthday. I got two bottles of tequila. Oh, see. Um, uh, one of my friends, she she. Where's worked. my birthday present? What'd you get me for my birthday? A forever lasting friendship and love. Ditto. Yeah. Yeah. And I accept that from you gladly. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you better. Yeah, hey, gladly. Yeah, some cool. It's all you fucking no, I'm just joking. I'm just You're not joking. joking, but that's okay. You are joking right now. No, but no, but, no, but no, no, like no, but for real. Um, my homegirl, uh, one of my homegirls, she got me a, a bottle of tequila and one of my favorite snacks, which is cheesecake, which mm. was super dope. Uh, I love cheesecake, and another and another person bought me a bottle of tequila. So nice. I, I love tequila and I love cheesecake. So I definitely this year I said I want wine and house plants. I'm gonna try to keep my plants alive this year. Word. So I got wine and house plants, liquor and house plants, and. Yeah, 
That's what's up. Um, but yeah, so, okay, so moving right along here, though. Um, I was watching, I binged, I don't, I, it's weird. I don't necessarily watch a lot of TV, but when I do, I binge it. And I binged the show called Harlem. It has Megan Good in it. It's like a... I saw, that keeps getting advertised on date naps. Yeah, so it's it's a cute show. I feel like there was something similar to it last year that came out, but I didn't finish watching all of it. But I was watching something, and you know, it's about a group of black women, women of varying um, education, social backgrounds, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like obviously you're. I hate to say this, but there's a lesbian one. Not to say you're token lesbian, but you know, for diversity, they've got a lesbian woman. Yeah, they've got like a heavier, like a curvier actress, singer type woman. Then they got like your, you know, your kind of bougie light skinned girl, and then there's just your girl from around the way, right? She dope, ain't she? Oh, that's making good's character. She was probably like my least favorite actress of them. Like her, okay. her performance was, it seemed very flat. Like she's played this role before. Uh. Everybody else acted their ass off, in my opinion. But there was the lesbian woman had a hang up about dating a white woman. So this lesbian woman, she was very big in tech, very successful, dated, created a dating app for um, people of color on the, you know, in the LGBTQ community. Okay. Um, and so she was, she's known for having her little one night stands, not a lot of girlfriends, not a lot of real serious relationships, but very attractive sexcapades. Nice. And so she ends up hooking up with this white woman one time. And um, her and the white woman end up circling around each other in a professional way. And she ends up kind of dating the white woman. And it was really a hang up for her being with a woman who was not a woman of color in a relationship space. I get it. And so I find myself, um, not that I haven't dated outside of my race, but a strong preference for men, for black men in general. I think every black man is everything. Thank you. I appreciate Um, you. I love it. I love you guys. I love you. And I come in love and I support you in all things. Um, And so I found myself, I'm like, yo, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's like that. Like, is it easier for a lesbian woman to date a lesbian black woman to date a lesbian white woman? Like, are there less societal, are there less societal pressures or do you get less of it? Because I say like the one time that I really went out and about with a man who was not black, I caught the looks from every which angle. Like, the white women didn't like it. The black men looked a certain way. And it was just like, oh, this feels really uncomfortable to me. And now I kind of go out of my way to not date white men and to specifically date black men, not just men of color. Like, I remember when I first moved to Washington and... Friday, April 11, 2000. Oh, Jesus Christ. Friday, April 11, 2003. Right? Um, my bio- wait, wait, say that again? Friday, April 11, 2003. 2003. Jesus. Yeah. That was that was the day I, I touched down on the Greyhound mm-hmm. in downtown Seattle. So my biological father, her, or his, excuse me, his uh, best friend, when they picked me up, she looked at me and was like, the white women are going to love you out here. And I didn't know what she meant by that because yeah. everywhere that I lived, you really didn't see black and white couples. Mm-hmm. You know, in Hawaii, you didn't see a lot of a lot of black and white couples. In Virginia, you didn't really see it. My neighborhood was majority black and, you know what I'm saying, and, and Hispanic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even in Michigan, I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. So I didn't see that. And I remember when I was in sixth grade, right? Mm-hmm. 
I, How old were you, 2003, when you came here? I was 22 years old. Okay, so not sixth grade. Just no. wanted the clarification. Yeah, no. I remember going, I'm going back <laughs> a little further. But when I was in sixth grade, uh, there was a girl named Emily Potts who liked me. Mm-hmm. And I remember she would call the house. My mom was like, she white? And I was like, yeah. And mind you, your mom is... Um, very, she's very, a woman she's, of color, yes, but very on the fair that. side of the color line. Well, she's just like a little bit lighter than me. Lighter than me? Because when I see she's mom, darker she looks than lighter she's than me. definitely darker than you. Okay, never mind. Yeah, well, she's then. definitely darker than you. Okay. Um, and she lives in Michigan, so if she got more sun, she'd probably be. Exactly. It's, it's okay. very cold out there. Yes. But um, I remember hearing... If she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. Look, I, I've never... I heard that the first time when I was in seventh grade when a guy friend's stepmom was like, oh, you barely made it. And I'm like, not that I'm dating him or anything. I'm 13, but I'd never yeah. heard that, you know? And and it was just like, as I got older, I never saw myself... Like, I have no problem with interracial dating. Mm-hmm. I have just never... I mean, I feel I've like one of your baby's in. mom is also on the passing side. Uh, Yeah, yeah. She's, she's half black, half white. That doesn't speak to her passability, though. Does that make sense? Because uh, she would definitely pass if this was the 30s or the 20s. Yeah. 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 But shout out to her. Yeah. Um, no, great. Great. I'm just saying, yeah. like, yeah. But um, oh, you made me lose my train of thought. Sorry. What is the last thing I said? That, you know, if you can't, she can't. Oh, no, no. That was, I already passed that. But um, no, I, I have no issue with interracial dating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have absolutely no issue with it. I just have not. I, I think I've came very close to being in a relationship with a white woman one time, and that was about three years ago. And what happened? I, uh, we just didn't. We just ended up staying friends. But I don't know what it was. It's like she was dope as fuck. Everything about her was dope as fuck. But something in the back of my mind just was just like, you can't do this. What, like, what is that? Is it the social conditioning? Is it I, th- the- I think that might be it. You know what I'm saying? I'm literally, like, I'm, I'm born in 1980. You know what I'm saying? I'm one generation away from, you know what I'm saying, like, segregation and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like those kind of, I guess, ideals were passed on to me. Because I was st- I still grew up in an era where that type of stuff was very, you know what I'm saying? It still existed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... It was it was kind of different, but but do you think that you as a black man dating a white woman? Do you think like a gay black man who had a partner who was not black would you would do they feel the same pressure? Like that's my thing. Like across the I don't spectrum, know, I'm not gay. it's like no. I'm just saying like, do you think that we apply that that societal pressure evenly across the spectrum of LGBTQ and hetero relationships? You would have to ask somebody in that community. So I have Maybe no idea. Should. I have no answers. I mean. D- like, do you, do you, honestly, this is a safe space. When you see <laughs> the fuck your, is this going? so like, okay. So like, for example, I dated someone and all of his friends, none of his closest five friends, none of their partners were black women. So when we'd all go or be together doing something, I was the only black woman there. And like, I brought that to his attention. He didn't think much about it. But then as things progressed and he thought about it, it was like, yo, that's, Strange. Now I'm looking at my people, like, you know, now I'm now I'm yeah. looking at these niggas a little differently, right? Like, oh, you niggas don't really date black women. Like, that's weird. Like, do you look at any of your homeboys who predominantly date? Yes. So would you then I actually look asked at- the question about two years on two years ago on Facebook. And I asked the question, I was like, from my from my black male friends mm-hmm. or associates who 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 only date white women. Non black women. Yes. Yeah. What is the reason behind it? And one person um said 
that he used to always get teased and laughed at about mm-hmm. his looks by black oh, women. Oh, this is the whole, like, I'm sorry, who, Childish Gambino, is that his name? I feel like Childish Gambino also had, and Dave Chappelle, they've all had this thing where I'm not your typical, stereotypical black male, so the black girls didn't like me growing up because I was that's, too that's geeky a or thing. too smart or too, like, Yeah, and know, that's a yeah. common thing. That's a, that's a very real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like for, there was a, there was a, a, a good period of my life where I dated lighter skinned women because it reminded me of like brown skinned women because I grew up around that's that was, that's what I grew up around as a kid you know what I'm saying and even when I lived in Virginia through my elementary years and my teenage years but it was like those were the women that rejected me mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't like go to like a fully white woman or something yeah. like that but you know what I'm saying it was like usually I, I found myself it was kind of like a, tra- a trauma reaction to a certain extent I was rejected and laughed at and teased by a certain complexion of women mm-hmm. that I was but you also wasn't necessarily going for them dark skinned girls either that's the what ones I'm saying that like, sh- yeah that's what, that's what I'm saying it was like women who were brown skinned and darker that's what I used to get teased by oh really yeah, absolutely it's like oh your ears stick out you're this you're that so it made like these are the ones that I liked yeah these are the ones that I was attracted to yeah and I would get teased. I get laughed at. I get rejected. Well, I got teased for being yellow by everybody. If that makes you feel better, not no, just it, black it, people. Well, you know what? I think as I've gotten older, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like my my perspective on it has changed completely. You know, what I'm saying like I have no problem. You know, what I'm saying confessing my love for for all shades of black women. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying I, I celebrate them. But, you know, what I'm saying, but it took me a long time. But that's when I started to heal a lot of things that I, I struggled from growing up because I felt I started to realize a lot of my. My thought process was wrong. Trauma responses. Yes. Yes. But I, yeah. I, I I reacted inappropriately or incorrectly to, you know what I'm saying, how I treated and acted towards certain women of certain complexions. That got deep. It did. It did. That's what we're here for. It is always open, good, hard, can, candid conversations. Absolutely. Um, and even but, one of my, my nine, Chirp's mom, she's Cambodian, you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, clearly I have, black, absolute, I, mean, I have absolutely no problem with... You know what I'm saying dating outside of my race. Hold on. You don't have a problem dating outside of your race. Yes, I agree with that. And I think that also comes like from living to, in Hawaii for a long time too. I would like to point out. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Why not? Because I'm going to save the shade, and we can just leave that for after. Why, why, why does it even have to be shade? I'm not. No, no. It's just not something I'm going to say out of respect. I'm not going to say it on this recording, but we can talk about it. But so my question really is: So you asked your homies who date women who are not black. Mm-hmm. And it's because they got teased. And yeah, some a lot of them, you know, what I'm saying, struggle with rejection and from that from yeah. that group of women. Do you think that we like? Do you side eye or do you like have any pause to men that black men that only date white women or non-black women? No, I don't. I don't have an issue. I don't side eye them or not or, or anything like that. I'll side eye when it's like. Date who you are attracted to. Date who you want to. Yeah. Just don't disrespect anybody yeah. else. Yeah, that's been to, a thing. Yeah, and I, you see yeah, that you, all the if time. That's your you preference, see, but don't bash us. Yeah, you I see those. You. you see these posts where they have some 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 women from a different ethnicity and somebody captioning it. Oh, oh, look out! And they'll, they'll be thick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and like, oh, oh, look, black, black women could never. Exactly. I, I hate those posts. Fuck it's like, out don't, here. Don't don't downplay somebody else's. You know, it's what I'm so funny because I'm sorry to interrupt again, but it's funny how. I will say now that these black women features are so socially accepted, as long as they're not on black women. 
Which is you weird. You want these tanned white girls. You want the big lips. You want the full hips. You want the full breast. You want the ass. You want the little bit of the sassiness. Even like the spicy Latina. Like that's an okay attitude as long as it's not coming from a black woman. So I am like a firm believer that y'all love black women. Y'all love things about black women. You just don't like them on black women. Yeah, there's a lot of men that are, there's a lot of <laughs> men that are like weirdos. that. And I, th- I think another thing when it comes to uh, interracial dating is cultural differences. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just certain things that dating a white woman, yeah. they're not going to be able to understand about black culture. Like, you Look. can see it, you can you can watch it, but you don't understand, like... It's so... I hear you, and I have an argument for that because I feel like black people as a whole are lacking culture in the true sense of the word. Let's, what, let's just put it in American black culture. Yeah, American black culture. Again, I would say American black culture is what's been prescribed to you and it's not really your culture. It's what's been acceptable for you to own. And then as soon as you and us and we made it cool and fancy and trendy, now they want it back. But let's be clear, they gave it to us. We don't have anything from our ancestral lands, traditions, holidays, um, like those are the things that typically make up culture. Like when you yeah. look at Chirp's family, like they have all these very com- like things that are specific to being Cambodian, yeah. right? And that has to do with their language, their their like their. We don't have that. So what we call as culture here in the United States, it, it's again something that was prescribed or allowed for us to have. And now they're just taking it back. So really, it's been their culture in my mind all along. We just in a way came and made it trendy and pimped it out, and now they want it back because they gave it to us to begin with. So. I'm on a different, I have a different perspective when it comes to this culture vulture thing. So anyways, we keep going. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to blow that one out the water. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, but do you hear it like- I get, so, I get what you're so saying, but I'm, in, not, I'm not going as far in depth as but far But how as could co- they not relate to your culture when they gave it to because, us? Because like, there's not, there's, there's not a white woman that's going to know what it's like for her black brother or black father to walk out so the house. So she doesn't know the here, trauma. Let me, fin- let me finish. Yeah. Yes, exactly. She doesn't understand it. She can't relate to things that I have to live through on a regular basis or that my sister has to live yeah. through on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, there are certain things that I can't, like you can, we can talk about it. You can yeah. hear me. Yeah. You, you're listening, but you can't really, you don't live that same thing. Isn't it crazy that our trauma is the one thing across, like, from coast to coast that black people have in common like that like yeah. the trauma like you're you're attributing trauma to culture which i get because it's so it's so widely experienced by our demographic it's probably the only cultural thing that's really true you know what i mean that's probably the real only measure of culture that i think cuz music like they had to let i don't know I no nobody so had to stuff. let anything when it came to music cuz we create our we created m- multiple genres of music yeah. that you know what i'm saying so it's like it's is is ours? It's ours. These drums and these basses, these all of that stuff that came from us. Okay, that all came from us. Rock and roll, hip hop, all of that. Okay, everything everything derives from African drums. So okay, but um, but yeah, there's a, there's a, there's just so many things that they that that other call. I can't relate to you know going to temples and stuff like that with yeah. like like you know what I'm saying Chirp's family. I can't relate to that. I don't right. under, like because like I, I get it. But right. I didn't grow up doing that. Yeah. yeah. There's certain things in certain households that everybody's culture, you know what I'm saying? Like Spanish families or Mexican families, they do things differently in their homes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Certain Asian communities, they do certain things different in their homes. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna, there's always gonna be some kind of disconnect. You can you can understand it, but you don't live it. So it's gonna be kind of hard to really 
I wonder kind of like if, dive into it. So I wonder if same sex relationships are able to kind of not focus on those differences when it's interracial because you can relate on the male, male aspect or the female, female aspect. I can relate to this partner, whether she's white, Asian or Mexican, because she's a lesbian or bisexual woman. So we relate on that. And maybe that, maybe that trumps the cultural differences that apply in heterosexual relationships. Does that make sense? Huh? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't so, know. like, I, as I a man, you experience things as a man, right? Okay, I get and it. And so, okay, as yeah. a gay man relating to a gay man, maybe you're able to supersede it being a white man and a Mexican man because you can relate on the gay man experience. Spe- experience. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha, so, gotcha. maybe that's why we are not looking at some of these other relationships on the spectrum the same way we look at these heterosexual relationships yeah. when it comes to interracial dating. Because yeah, honestly, it. like. Uh, I'll pause at dating a white guy. I have no problem swiping right on a white woman. And is that like, is that weird? No. But why not? That's a thing. But uh, anyways, so. Because you are so attracted to women. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I'm also actually attracted to men too. So. Well, we know this. (laughs) (laughs) But nah, but you know, I I, I just really feel like it's like if I'm going to date somebody, they have to have some kind of, um, there has to be some kind of like culture behind them. You know what I'm saying? Like I I could date somebody from an island culture or from, you know, some something that I feel like I could relate to in some in, to a certain extent. But what's relatable there? The oppression? Not just that. Like growing up in Hawaii, there's a lot of things. Oh, that well, I could, okay. That's because you, know you were saying? exposed. Like exactly. You were, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've been in the Pacific Northwest my whole life. So what do I relate to? What do I like? If I'm going like, to Sasquatch. <laughs> Subaru, Starbucks, and Sasquatch. There you okay. Go. There you go. Um. <laughs> but like, but ultimately, I, I don't love who you want to love. Be happy with who you want to be happy with. But in the in the process, don't downplay anybody else. Don't downplay anybody's ethnicity in the process. Love and let love. Is that the message? Live and let love. Okay. Live and let love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I feel it. I. Uh, I will say I have a lot of. Oh, I have white friends that only date black men. And as I've gotten older, I've had, I've struggled with that more. And so I don't know. And it's weird because like, you know, both my parents are mixed. Both their parents are mixed. So, mm. Yeah. But we also live in an area where that's extremely the norm. What? Uh, Interracial dating? Specifically white women and black men. I read something. There's like a whole sociologist book, like a whole, what is she? Cheryl Y. Judas is saying that basically black women and white men should should be the interracial couple. Like think Serena Williams and her husband, is his name Sasha something? Something like that. I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I thought. But basically she goes on to say that because of the power dynamic the power that a white a black woman holds is in no way a threat to the power that a white man holds. So they can both still come in and not have to have this power struggle dynamic mm. and still be very authentically themselves and bring all of those strengths to those relationships because they're not a threat to the other's source of power. Whereas like a black I, we hear a lot of black men say, oh, they're too aggressive. They're too bossy. They're too this. And But women have literally had to go out there and house, close, and feed whole households on their own, which puts them in a more masculine space. Um, 
but those things aren't the source of a black woman's strength. And so therefore, when it threatened a white man's role in the relationship, does that make sense? Yeah. So maybe, maybe I need to date a white man. What? Why? You didn't like that. Oh, I thought live and let love. Isn't yeah, that what you just I, I, yeah, said? Yeah, but don't do it because of that reason. Do it because, not well, because I mean, you read something somewhere. Do it because that's, that's who I you mean, so what to I'm be saying, with. What I'm saying is I have obviously found white men attractive, right? There's attractive white men out there. But from the societal pressures, I have an issue just wrapping my head around it. But if it's, if it's going to, if I'm not going to have all of the struggles, the power struggles that come in some of my relationships now with a white man, why maybe I just need to get over those societal pressures. If I can do it. I, th- I think I think societal pressures affect everybody and everything mm-hmm. that we do. Like it's 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 definitely, you know what I'm saying, affected me in a lot of things that I've done. Um So I'm gonna start swiping right on all the white guys and I think I'm gonna start actually going on dates with them. Go for it. Yeah. You wanna know why? You, tell me how because you Because the Todd currency in dating Todd. <laughs> the currency in dating has changed. So that was one hell of a segue. I don't know how we got there from that one. But I'm good, just good, like good the like I <laughs> 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 And what I'm saying is that women now have changed the price of admission. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And y'all, y'all didn't turn this shit from, you know what I'm saying, romance. I'm not, I'm not going to say all. Yeah, not I'm all. I'm not going to say all, so let me not categorize and put all of you all. Generalize. All, generalize and put you all in one box. Thank you. We appreciate um, that. Yeah, y'all need to stop saying that all niggas ain't shit too. But I, um, I have never. I'm generalizing. I mean, I'll say they're, they're varying <laughs> levels of trash, but... Yeah, just everybody's varying, varying levels, levels of trash. That's, everybody's yeah, exactly. varying levels of trash. Um... But it went, I, I, I came up in a time where it wasn't really popular for, like, of course, women wanted to do with a job and, you know what I'm saying, their own and to be financially stable. Mm-hmm. Now, and to be romantic. You know what I'm saying? We had to say the nice things. We had to write the poems, bring flowers, pick up for dates, open doors. You know what I'm saying? I lay down my jacket Bruh. so you can walk over a puddle. You know what I'm saying? Word to LL Cool J. Bruh. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, but- wait. Sorry. I had a guy. I was not going to get open this car door. The first you off. You will not stop interrupting so- me this episode. Go ahead. Go, go, go. Let, let me finish You're just going to get thought. away from what I wanted to say, but go ahead. Fine. Finish but- your thought. I don't even remember. Go ahead. I can't remember where I was at. No, you're going to say that men had to do the romantic things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we had to do these things Mm -hmm. in order to cross that bridge to to get into physical intimacy. Yes. Yeah. Get to the box. So you was out here selling whole ass dreams because all you wanted was the box more times than not. There was, yeah, yeah. Uh More times than not, you were out here selling whole ass dreams because all you wanted was the box. And now bitches is like, no, you have to pay me, feed me, and do all these things if you want the box. Now that I know you only want the box, the price of admission has changed. So... I wouldn't say that uh, we had to do the whole, they had to pay me, feed me type thing. But it No, was, I'm saying that's what it is now. Oh, now that's bitches what it is. Want, oh, yeah. now, now they want you to, now you got to do A, B, C, and D and all that sweet talking and those other gestures because we know it's kind of lip service to just sex. Yeah, now, now it's, it's kind like, of changed. Yeah, it's not even just pay not me forever. and feed me. It's, it's buy me this bag. You got a trick on me. Well, I mean, you're saying it's. And if you, you don't, I'm going to fuck your homeboy with all the money. You're that's what they say. Here, hold on. That's that's right. You're, you're, I feel like you're quoting song lyrics, but let's really get to the idea behind that. You guys would sell a bitch a dream on Happily Ever After to get to the pussy, right? You've done it. You've admitted. You're yeah, on. You've done it. And now she's saying, I know you don't want Happily Ever After. Really, what I want is this bag. So if you want the pussy, buy me the bag. 
oh, you don't want to buy me the bag? Fine. I'll just fuck someone because we know y'all want the pussy, so why not get out of it what you want? Because you would sell a bitch on happily ever after just to get the box. And so now that she's recognized it, you're upset. You guys changed the game. You guys, like... Did we really... I mean, no. no. The game has always been the same. We are just evolving faster than y'all. Can we say that? Are y'all evolving faster than us or y'all just catching on late? I mean, is the price of admission too much for most of y'all now? Then I would say we're evolving. <laughs> How about that? The fuck now? <laughs> it sounds like prostitution to me. <laughs> we have to pay for you. We have to pay and buy you things. It's not to necessarily get your just pay now. or but okay. So was what you were doing before manipulation and slightly coercion? Yes. How is and that's okay, but prostitution is like. I'm not saying there's something wrong with prostitution, but if you want to be a, if you want us to like buy you things or give you money to get your vagina, then just say, hey, I'm a prostitute. No, I think what you're missing is the idea behind it. People, women are acknowledging the fact that you would sell the happily ever after. Oh, I want to marry you. Oh, I'll leave my wife. Oh, I'll do these things just to get the pussy. So if we know now to not buy into that dream of what that shit you were selling before, because you sold it. Every other nigga has sold it at least once. Absolutely. Once, okay. Twice now that 20. we know that that's just the salesmanship and it's just to get to the pussy, no, now I want something worthwhile. Like, why? why what is so, like, why is that prostitution? When you would... S- Exchange of sex for currency or things of, of I hear you. financial gain. I hear you. But That's men, prostitution. Men love their money and women fall in love with their ears, right? Men, men measure themselves by a financial success and these opportunities that they're able to capitalize on. And you've acknowledged yourself that women fall in love with, the, with their ears and what you tell them. So the dream that you're selling, um, because we'll go back to this whole pair bond thing, the idea of what? pair bond, meaning women, oh. because women are more greatly impacted by pregnancy and child care and childbearing, they have to they often seek resourceful partners because okay. they're more impacted by the act of raising a family. So you'll sell a bitch on, oh, I love you. I want to be with you. I want these things just to get the pussy. And she recognized that. And now she realizes, really, he don't want these emotional things, this longevity of this relationship that I sought emotionally. What he really wanted was this money. And so now she wants you to buy her bag. And you're upset about that? Like you, 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 men measure themselves by that level of success. And so now, now she's just playing. So are women measuring themselves by how much they can get for their pussy? What? Are women measuring themselves by how much they can get for their pussy? No, 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 no. You guys have made it clear that to a certain point, all you want from a woman is her pussy. So now why give it up for nothing or just for the dreams you're going to sell. You know who I blame? Who? R. Kelly. Shut up. I feel like R. Kelly is the fucking cause of all of this. No. No, you can't do that. Chris just, Brown. No, way before Chris Brown. Come on now. Like, 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 let's be clear. There is people's I'm whole, there's Brown. people's whole grandfathers and great grandfathers that had second families because they wanted this extra spicy. Well, I'm talking about something. I'm, talking I'm about. saying something different. And the cost of that was being able to provide for that family. Oh, I'm not, your grandmama was not worried about the mistress or the extra as long as her house didn't suffer. And this bitch over here would still give up the pussy as long as she and her family were taken care of. So really, what has changed? A lot. Except for the fact that Inflation. now women are not like, <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Like, yo, so first of all, yo, like, 
rent was twelve dollars back then. So like they could do that shit. Grandpops could do it. He could he could have three different families because you why know what I'm why because when women see oh knocking shit over in the studio he could afford it why when. Okay, so you're saying it was okay because he can afford it because finances were different. But what women really wanted was the security and the healthiness of that emotional relation. Like, they wanted that whole story. And it's okay for Pop Pop to have three families because it's only going to cost him $36. But now it's not okay for a bitch to tell you, I want this $1,000 bag. Now, mind you, I'm not I'm saying confused. it was okay. I'm just saying I understood. I'm confused. Make I'm, it make I'm sense. not saying it's okay. But I, th- I think we just need to get back to a point where we're all just loving each other. I don't want to have to, you know, spend uh, two months worth of paychecks just to have your vagina. And the next thing you know, you're out of here. I don't want that. Hmm. What if she can do tricks with her vagina? I don't care. <laughs> I've had some amazing tricks done with a vagina on my penis. I don't care. <sighs> what if she can do tricks with her mouth and vagina at the same time? You can pay for that. Prost- that's what <laughs> prostitutes do. They're supposed to. That's a prostitute's job. They're supposed to be able to... You know what I'm saying? You know, if I I have sons, so if I'm fortunate to have a daughter, I'm going to tell her to not take any man seriously prior to 32, 33-ish. They're just not, because all, the majority of you guys, if you have not gained that financial security, the status, however you're going to measure that status to you, it can be records sold, it could be streams, it could be dollars, it could be your degrees, it could be whatever it is. But until you've met that personal level of status and how you measure that, mm-hmm. you're not seriously you're not serious about dating in my opinion. Most of you guys aren't. There'll be like some religious people who know that smartly that a wife is the best investment you can make. But I, I um, agree. Most of you guys are, are more worried about how you're measuring that that's st- however you reach that s- desired status prior to creating a healthy relationship or a space to have a healthy relationship. So give me and- a project chick. Give me a hood red chick. I feel like I'm sitting on something. Um, but yeah, so my, my advice is keep your daughters close. Tell them all men uh, are know, fuck boys till about I'm, 33 I, if, of them things. If, if, if I had my daughter, she would, she would, I would not tell her that. What would but you tell her? What do you I, tell I mean, your sons? What do you tell... You have a 17-year-old son. 16. What do you, yeah. 16. Soon to be 17? Yeah. Okay. You have a 16, soon to be 17-year-old junior in high school, right? I tell them focus on school. Don't worry about relationships right now. Focus on school right now. That's the mode. That's the one priority. That's the priority that you have in your life. That should be the priority, but you know he's going to want pussy. So don't seek the relationship. You're, that's not going to stop him from getting the box. What it's going to stop him from doing is be being relationship-minded and conscientious of the impact he has trying to get the box. Thought about that? Yeah. So what are you going to say to your... When we, have that, when, when we cross that bridge, I don't then... know, but I mean, like, how are y'all educating, bringing up these next young men? Because they're, like, that's a, that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I'm definitely going to teach my men how to be better than what I was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach my sons how to be better men than what I was growing up. Because right, you have nothing have, but boys. Yeah, all, all three. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely going to teach them to be way better than, I, than, than what I was. And the things, because I, I, was, I was taught. You know, we have, we've had this conversation on here before about how I, how I was raised. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, well, I wanna, I'm going to teach my daughter, don't give up the box unless you get a $1,000 bag. That's what I'm teaching my daughter. So tell you Stop teaching your child prostitution. <laughs> you're not going to teach your fucking child prostitution. I mean, do you know where I come from? Shoot. Let's talk gonna, about where I come from. You're not going to do this. Um, anyways. 
We're not going to do this. We're not going to teach our children No, I'm joking, but I'm just, it's just, it's interesting how what I would call the currency of relationships has changed. Yeah. So it's making dating hard for somebody who really wants to be. It really, it really does. And it makes me, it's, it's one of the reasons. It's discouraging. It's very discouraging. It is very, very discouraging. So when you meet somebody who's not like that, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, yo, what, what do I do here? What do I do? I found the golden ticket. Like, what I am mean, I supposed to do here? You do the relationship-minded things, and if she's not see, see, like seeking your status or your financial resources, then don't you think the what you should be doing is taking into consideration her relationship goals or your relationship goals? Like it shouldn't just be about sex, then, right? Because now Absolutely. she's not just you're making right. about your money, so it shouldn't just be about sex. Yeah, you're right. Mm, yeah. But I would like to point out, you probably didn't get to that point till well after 33, huh? Up to what point? Where you're like, oh, maybe I should start focusing on the quality of my relationships and not the quantity of the vagina. Um, I think I stopped, I started thinking that way after 36. When your life became a little more sick, like... No, I was, I was in a fucking worst place in my life. And I was like, yo, doing all of that, worrying about the quality of vagina instead of worrying about the quality of woman. Yeah. It yeah. got me to it got me to a very bad place, and um, that's when I had to start thinking differently. Because hmm. that was a rough time. Yeah, that was a very rough time psychologically, emotionally. Uh, it was it was bad. It was to the point where I was literally like, like I try to date somebody mm-hmm. who didn't want shit for me but me. And you didn't even know what to do with that. I didn't. No. I didn't. But at but the I mean, same- did you feel like you were being the women you were dating before they were using you? No. So then, how did like? No, the, the, it, it was that was the first time I had really been 100% single in, in, a, in a while at that point in time. And, you know, it was just kind of like I didn't have shit in my life. So it's like, like I really didn't have anything going for myself, period, at that point in my life. And for the fact that somebody wanted to date me, and then when it got to the point where it was like a rap, I was an emotional wreck. Well, if you felt, I, had, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a naysayer. I would feel like, what do you have to bring if mentally, emotionally, you're in the worst place you ever had? Maybe that person was just trying to trauma bond with you because what healthiness could you bring to that relationship if you independently were not in a healthy place? So maybe you did the best thing. They didn't know at the time that I wasn't in a healthy place. Oh, well then you probably still did the best thing by not dealing because- Well, they did the best thing by- Realizing you wasn't in a healthy place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I thank them for that. Yeah, okay. I thank them for that. (sighs) <sighs> I forget. What? I forgot what I was about to say. I, I forgot know. what I was about to say. But there was something that you sent me um, the other day. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, you sent me something on TikTok that was very interesting. Was it interesting? Uh, it was very interesting. Was it interesting? It. Um, Look, my TikTok time is from 9.30 to 10. My boys are asleep by 8.30. Okay, I'm showered and they're they're fed and sleep by 8.30. I normally have showered and I get like a little bit of time at night. So I TikTok from 9.30 to 10, which is silly. But I be finding all kinds of interesting things. This right here TikTok was interesting. Time. Is it going to play? Yeah. Oh, friends of the opposite sex while you're in a relationship. Oh. I say it's a no-go. It's gray. You say it's a no-go. It's black and white. I, you, what do you say? I say one band, one, one sound. sound. Okay. I don't know what that part meant. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> one, one band, band one, one sound. sound. Let's let's talk about boundaries then. 
What are what are your some of your boundaries when it comes to the opposite sex with your partner? I'll just kick it off. One on one hangouts. That's dead. It's out. Don't over compliment my girl either, because mm. oh, you got a real good one here. Right. There's definitely business hours. Right. You can't be calling. You can't be texting and FaceTiming at certain hours of the night or early in the morning. Why do you lose these privileges? Why does this happen? Yeah. Honestly. You love can exist without respect, mm-hmm. and respect mm-hmm. can't exist without love. How you feel? But is that insecurity? Does I that mean, <sighs> man? Do we, how much more time do we have? Because I forgot about that shit. Mm. I feel like I would never, ever tell my woman to stop being friends with her male friends, especially if she already had a male best friend before me. I would never do that. Like y'all, like y'all was living a, a perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Comfortable and literally platonic, non-sexual relationship. I can agree with that if it's platonic and non-sexual. What I will say is something that I've seen is that sometimes opposite sex relationships create this pseudo-relationship feeling. So the things that you're getting from your friendship are really some of the things you should be seeking from your romantic partner. So, But because you're getting them in such a regular amount from this platonic relationship, right? Um it may stop or hinder some of your romantic relationships. Does that make sense? I get it, but I, I don't think that's always the case. I mean, I, I definitely get it because we've actually had that conversation before. Yeah. Um, I'll go smooth the fuck off. Like, and you want to know what? Really? It's like, I'm okay. I guess maybe this is what he meant by one band, one sound. If it's okay for you, it's okay for me. So if that's the, if that's the, the tone of our relationship, then that's the tone. I say when he said one band, one band, one sound, it's like everybody's all on the same page. Right. So if it's okay for you, it's okay for me. Yeah. Or if we're going to, if we're, if we're all going to hang out, we're all going to hang out. If me and my best friend are going to hang out, we're all going to hang out. Oh. You know, so I think oh, that's, that's, that's how, that's okay. how I took it. But I see. you know what I'm saying? I would, I would have absolutely no problem with my girl hanging out with her male best friend. I don't care. You know what I'm if saying? If he like, called all hours of the night? Um, if he was like, yo, Mike, you got a real one. She's the best. Like, this girl's everything. You better hold on to her. That's not crossing the boundary? Why? I'm, if I'm he asking knows, you. If he knows her, no, it's not crossing the boundary. He, if he knows her better than I do and have known her longer than I have, there's going to be things he knows about her that I don't. There's going to be habits that I'm eventually going to learn or certain things about her that I'm eventually going to learn that he already knows. And it doesn't have to be a sexual thing, but it's just certain things about her personality and how she operates. You know what I'm saying? We can all recognize when our friends are, are good, significant others. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so when you've been in relationships, you did not have to scale back any of your platonic same-sex relationships, uh, opposite, sorry, opposite-sex relationships? Um. In my last relationship, absolutely, because there were some that I was like, it was sexual based. You weren't platonic. There was some some of some of them were sexual based. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I feel like most of your female friendships, we've talked about this, at least the ones that are long standing. Have started with years, some kind of start, started, 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 with, started that way. Yeah. But it, it turned some into something that interest. was no longer. So then is it okay? Is it okay for um is it okay for them to be calling at all hours of the night? Is it okay to yeah, be? Because I feel like we all grow up and we all evolve and relationships change. Everything changes. Like I, I would trust my girl, you know, until I had a reason to not trust her. Hmm. Interesting. So if you don't give me a reason, I saw a post the other day that said dating in Sagittarius is like you can get away with anything as long as you're honest. 
Yeah, because if you're honest, that means I can do it as well. And why would I be mad about something that we both can do? Exactly. So like, I'm all for that. I would have no reason to like not trust their relationship until I have a reason to not trust their relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Just don't disrespect my relationship. But then what are the, what's, where do you draw the boundaries for respect? What is uh, Saying certain things, saying certain inappropriate things, doing any doing anything to, that would be disrespectful to my relationship. So you're not about, is, you're not calling, to, is calling at 10 p.m. disrespectful to your relationship? No. Okay. No, that's not disrespectful. What if, what if uh, you know what I'm saying, like I'm in a relationship or you're in a relationship and I'm on, and I'm on the verge of doing something crazy? That's different. That's an emergency. Get closer to the Sorry. <laughs> no, That's... but the thing is, or if I'm going through something, or if something happened that I needed to, that I feel like I have to talk to you about, I can't call you at 10 o'clock. Like, Tosh, this is what's going on. This is this happens. <sighs> That's I'm not, hard. Now, now, if I'm calling, that's what she said. Now, if I'm calling. <laughs> it's the um, only way we like it. <laughs> if I'm calling you just to be like, hey, how was your day? You know what I'm saying? I can see why the boyfriend be like, Yo, why is he calling you so late? You could have had all day. But it's not disrespectful. So I think what you're talking about is a very good example of, again, that pseudo relationship. So if you're coming to me as your female, one of your female best friends, to consistently and regularly meet your social emotional needs, like a woman, if you were in a relationship with that's what the things that she would do, I would be, my partner should be a little upset. Now, if it's a regular, like you said, if it's a regular thing. Yeah. Like I don't talk to I don't talk to all my friends on a regular. I don't talk to you on a daily basis. We talk Negro, like we, we used to. We definitely, yeah, they're, they're, but it's yeah. okay. But at the same we time, talk it's like five we, times a week. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? But we don't talk in like like for hours and shit like no. that. No, no, you know no. what I'm saying? Like my friend Lakayla, I talk to Kayla every couple of weeks. You know what I mean? But, but is it for hours? Sometimes her boyfriend would be right there. Like we'll all be having this conversation. But one on one hangouts. Are you letting your girl go hang out one on one? Yeah. Why not? They're not going to fuck. <laughs> Let's hope not. Yeah, they're not going to fuck. Like, why can't she go hang out with her with her friend and have a drink or get some food? Yeah, I mean, okay. I feel like they want to go shopping. Like, I don't, what if I don't want to go shopping? Okay. I think I used to pride myself in not being overly not jealous, but like overly territorial. I have very much recently gotten very territorial about some things. And so I can say, um, if your single female best friend and your my boyfriend was on your phone consistently after hours, unless it's like, oh, she works three to 11 and you work, you know, six to two, so you guys don't get any time to talk. Shopping so up on the weekend. <laughs> oh, but I thought that'd be fine. You yeah. just said it'd be fine. Yeah, it, I mean, there's just fine, little but... things and it's like, I don't know, but that's another reason why the people I date, I need their social circles to be bigger. I don't know why, but I thought you would say I need their social security number. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I need their social circles to be bigger so, and not and more balanced with same sex and opposite sex relationships. I need you to have bros just like you got homegirls. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know that obviously people bring different things to friendship. So there's some things you'll get from a female friendship that your niggas will never be able to give to you. That's cool. Great. Like. Bitches like pants. Yeah, well, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But your bitch can go out and have all like, like. So I don't know. I've just gotten territorial lately, and so, um, it's hard for me to question. But I've also been in spaces lately where the friends that these males have talked about, they've had previous intimate relationships or, or intimate desires towards. So now I'm more. 
unquestionable. One thing we're not going to do is new friends. We're not going to have no new, oh, no male new friends. friends. No Why new can't... male friends Why not? Up. Why? Why not? Why? Why not? No, wait, 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 wait. No wait. new friends, baby. We don't do wait, that. Wait, no new friends? Yeah, no. You're not about to have a new dude friend that's all of a sudden, oh, this is my new bestie. No, no, he's not your new bestie. But you Like, be y'all okay. could be cool. But, but he's you'd not, he's be not... okay with your, your girl's friend of 15 years. They 15 used, to 20 they, years, they used yeah. to fuck about six years ago. Now they're not fucking though. But they've been best friends. You're more okay with that? Yeah. Oh, my nigga. I'm getting... I get it. We're just... This is a good example of where me and you fall on opposite ends of the things. Because I don't... Like, your past... Like, your past, it doesn't mean shit to me. Only thing I care about is where you... How you operate from this point on. So, like, for me, my thought is... If you, they are good enough to maintain a very healthy friendship where you're calling them best friends and you have previously fucked, sex improves. If that friendship and that bond has continued to improve, like, and I'm surprised that you don't have this perspective coming from a place that you think friends make the best partners. Like, if the only reason why you're not together is because an intimate thing, but you guys have maintained this very healthy, platonic, you know, cute air quotes relationship... I would be suspect. I would be suspicious of that. Why? Why? What is, what is, why did she make the cut to be your best friend where she's considered above most other people, but you would not date her seriously or marry her? What's the difference? People change. People grow in different paths. People's Right, thought, but wait, you're still on, so in alignment. Let me answer your question. There are certain things, certain relationships and certain dynamics work better or certain relationships work in a certain dynamic. They work. Some people work better in relationships. Some people work better as friends. So it's like, why do we have to try to force something if that's not there? We may have been able to be, we may have been better friends than we were a relationship. Now, if we get into a relationship and then everything falls apart, then what? If we had gotten to, if we had gotten to that when we were fuck friends and then everything went left, I wouldn't have my best friend. Mm, okay. If we got into a relationship after okay. fucking, I'm saying after fucking, after, mean, like, like after fucking, no. and I fuck up the relationship. Uh huh. And you can still remain best friends. No, I don't. I don't see me being best friends with somebody that I fucked up a relationship with. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, if we had just had sex, if it was purely just a sexual relationship, at some point in our lives, for a man. Yeah. That's that's harder for women to achieve. I can't say that because I have had sex with some of my best friends that are women. Not me. Let the record. No, me and Tasha did not hump. We didn't bump uglies. No, we didn't. Let um, the record reflect for those who are worried. But you know what I'm saying? Like I had like we are able to be in that space to where I know that this 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 is this is my ace you know what i'm saying i don't i don't see that I, I mean we may have had a sexual past but i'm not looking at that and they're not looking at that with me look i don't think y'all can be truly best friends if she says i'm horny come fuck and you're like okay that's not your friend that's somebody you'd fuck that's not your best friend so you can't have sex with friends you can't have sex with your best friend and expect your dating partner your relationship to be okay with y'all being best friends if you'd fuck her that's weird to me that's just like if I tell you I'm just playing oh, devil's advocate here oh that's, that's my best friend and you know this nigga would smash would you ever trust that would you ever trust his intentions of just being I my best like friend I feel like if I got a fine ass girlfriend I'm gonna think everybody wanna smash her 
you know, I make excuses for people and you be coming up with like. I, but, but, but the thing is, I still trust my girl. That's where it comes down to. I trust my woman to not cross that line or to. To, to, to respect the boundaries of exactly. your relationship and make them clear. Exactly. And okay. if she has a male best friend, you know what I'm saying? If we cool, I expect him to have that same understanding. Yes, absolutely. And the same, that, that same respect. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? I have not, nothing I'm going to worry smooth about. the fuck off. Because why be in a relationship <laughs> if I don't trust my girl? Right. There's no point of being in a relationship. Um, I just think that sometimes people aren't great with boundaries. And, okay, so maybe it will never come to the fucking part. But what if he's always saying some slick shit? You expect yeah, it? I'm going to check him. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm on the fence about opposite sex relationships. Um, in relationships. While, well, I can't say that. Um I have, I'm pretty good with boundaries. So I know I could maintain a platonic opposite sex friendship, um, especially within the bounds of my relationships and the type of relationships that I like. Um, So I'm not worried about me, but the rest of y'all, I don't trust y'all. So, yeah. Like I I, I said, if I have no reason to not trust my woman, if I have no reason to not trust uh, her male best friend, I'm, I'm good until I have a reason to not trust them. Until I see something that makes me go, yeah, I don't like this. What if all her homegirls have male best friends? What the fuck about her homegirls? They ain't got that ain't my friends. Let me tell you this. <laughs> if your girl got a whole bunch of homegirls and each of these girls got male best friends, there's like cross-contamination going around. Like, my girl bestie is probably fucking my male bestie or my other homegirl's male bestie. I have seen this shit in the flesh. Well, I trust all my girl. I'm not going to be with her unless I trust her. And this is what in the Relational Fuck Podcast, me and Mike always add a fucking, I don't know, we get like, we get to these these points where we just don't agree. We got to agree to disagree. And that's life. That is life, Mike. That happens. So um, y'all go ahead and follow the podcast, W-I-T-R-F Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Mike Phenom, M-I-C-P-H-E-N-O-M on Instagram. T Rosie Cakes on Instagram. Uh, first name Mike on Twitter. First name, first then name and then M-I-C on Twitter and follow us on TikTok. Yeah, I was looking at what I follow on Twitter. Creep shit, for sure. Yo, I follow, my Twitter timeline is full of battle rap and Twitter porn. Yes. And, and pretty ass BBW chicks. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, so what, the Relational Fuck podcast, I'm, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Twitter porn is lit. We goes. We gotta have a conversation about Twitter porn. I can't episode. believe how uncensored some of the shit is. Like, I'm it's just- Twitter. I'm like, what? Twitter's a fucking filthy playground. I haven't been to Twitter land. It's Twitter so is long. hell. Twitter is hell. <laughs> if That's my was, favorite compliment. What, that is hell? Like, you're hell. Like, someone from something else. No, like, when I say it's hell, like, literal hell. Like, if there, if hell was had a website, it would be Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we gonna see y'all next episode, man. Y'all, y'all stay up and all that good shit.